Welcome back to episode eight of Mitten Sports Hub podcast. This is your host, Devin DeWitt and Austin King, and we're here to give you the best news and the best insight on the state of Michigan sports, along with the world of sports. Um, you know, make, make sure you, you check out our Instagram. You know, we got a bunch of stuff there. Or the website, you know, it's brought to you by mittensportshub.com. Just go check it out. It takes two seconds. Blogs, mock dress, anything you need. You know, we're just trying to give you the most contact possible content possible and just try to help you, you know, in, in, engage with the world of sports and see what's going on in the state of Michigan as well. And I mean, obviously lately it's kind of it's kind of the off season. We don't don't have many professional sports going on except the Pistons. And obviously they're in a, a rebuild or as Troy Weaver likes to say, restore, which we'll get to. We'll get to that. It's my, one of my favorite quotes of all time. But, um, yeah, we got a good show today. Um, we're going to talk a little about Big Ten basketball and talk about Pistons basketball and some of, some of the franchise tags that went through, didn't go through, and also something you guys have all been anticipating, Mock Draft 2.0, where, yes, we did involve trades. We involved them, baby. You're going to love them. You know, we're just going to build from that, and you're going to just ride with us, ride the wave and enjoy it. So, you know, you know why not? Let, let's start off with the Pistons. You know, some big news, Blake Griffin, gone. You excited about that, Austin? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was it was a kind of controversial trade that brought him here. Traded a lot to get rid uh, to get him. It's cool having a superstar here for a little bit, but obviously got the tail end of his career. And you know what? Good for him. Good for both sides. They both win. He gets to go have a chance at winning a ch- title. Uh, we get to have that contract off of our weight i don't know the specifics of that i don't know if we're still we still have to pay for it but i i assume with the buyout we are we just paid for it in full right away or i don't know but i'm glad he's gone he can have a chance to win and we can play the younger players because this is obviously was the worst year of his career and uh but you have to play them because you're paying them a bunch of money so Good for him. Couldn't trade him. No one wanted him, but at least he got to go to somewhere he wanted. No, I agree. I, I didn't like the trade at all. Um, kind of felt bad they came here because he's a great player and he was just with a team that was absolute garbage. But yeah, you know, ho- hopefully something happens. And I, I honestly think the Nets are going to win it all. So he'll probably get a ring with them and that's cool for him. But I'm not rooting for him to get a ring just because, I mean, I don't really consider him a Detroit. I mean, he was here, Detroit player, but like, yeah, it's not a Stafford situation. You're not like, like, rude. Like he's your guy. Like you really want him to win. It'd be cool to see him win, but yeah, like you said, like you said, I'm not rooting for Stafford. I want that higher draft pick, baby. I want that higher draft pick. <laughs> I'm rooting for Stafford. Okay, <laughs> I want him to win that chip. Get that ring, baby. No, I agree. Uh, in some ways, um, but no, I want to bring up. Uh, Troy Weaver's quote because this is awesome. It is something that I didn't think I'd hear come out of someone Detroit in a while because there has been no intensity, especially with the Pistons. And he was kind of talking, you know, there's questions asked about, you know, this is this a rebuild and stuff like that. And he started talking about his dad's car and how he would restore cars. And his quote was saying, you can only restore something that's great. There's been greatness in Detroit, three championships, and that's what I wanted here. No slight to the Timberwolves. They can't restore. They don't have three championships. They don't have the greatness. The Atlanta Hawks can't restore, but the Detroit Pistons can restore. That right there, shade, fire, intensity, I fucking love it. This is the guy who's going to bring the Pistons back. And you know what else he said, which I love too, is he said, no one is untouchable during the trade deadline if someone brings out the right offer he said he's going to trade him but he's not going to trade him for pennies you know what and that's what a good gm does he knows they're in a restore and he does what he can to make this team better for the future badass good for you i freaking love it first of all first thing i want to say how can that not be a slight (laughs) towards either of those franchises but second i love it too because it's like the Dan Campbell thing. We're, we're starting to get these intense people, these people who seem like they want to be here. Uh, I love it. And it's like 
everything Troy Weaver has done so far, not one bad thing has happened. I mean, he he paid he paid a lot of money to get Jeremy Grant. Look what Jeremy Grant's doing. Paid a lot of money to get Mason Plumley for maybe a couple more years than people would have liked. He's he's having a decent year. He got rid of Derek Rose. He got rid of Blake Griffin. He some people don't like the Killian Hayes pick. He's been hurt, but he got Isaiah Stewart, who I didn't like that pick at first, but he's played very well this year. He got Sadiq Bay at 19, later than a lot of people thought he would be there still. He has done, since he's been here, he has done nothing wrong. I love it. Full trust in Troy Weaver. This, this, I think this team can go very far. No, I agree. And you know what? I'm not saying that Sadiq Bay and Saban Lee, they're, you know, the big three. That's another that, one. Yeah, they're, they're not the big three guys that on a team. But you know what? Those are the guys who win you champions. Those are the guys that help you off the bench. Those are the guys that fill in the four or five spot. And if Trey Weaver can just keep doing what he's doing, and like you said, I mean, I, and the thing is, I'm a guy, if someone sends you a deal for Jeremy Grant that you can't refuse, you take it. And if you don't take it, shame on you. But at the same time, if someone's sending you, hey, you know, I've got – if Boston was in the mix, they're saying, where are they going to trade? Taco Fall and some second-round picks? They have nothing. They have no trade value they can give up. So it's like, no, go screw off. Jeremy Grant is someone who can, you know, help you to – he can be your third guy and help you to win a championship if you need it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's sweet. He He's bad. Trey Weaver's badass. He's bad at the bone, baby. He's bringing yeah. bring the bad boys back. Yeah, I mean, look at the – Again, Isaiah Stewart pick. He's he would have been a perfect bad boy back in the day, but yeah, I completely agree with you. And uh, the Pistons are going to be at the top of the lottery this year. So, like you said, they've got those pieces. The Steak Bay, who he might not be uh, a star ever, but he's going to him and Saban Lee. They're the kind of guys that like you build a core with, and uh, or not like a core, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, and then the top pick could be a Cade Cunningham, could be uh, Jalen Green or Jonathan Kaminga, who I really like uh, at the top of the pit or top of the draft next year. And they'll they'll be he'll be the guy to take this. I, I just I just am so happy that with what Troy Weaver is doing so far. And then it's finally cool. It's cool to finally see the, the Pistons have a direction. Absolutely. And if Cade Cunningham is part of this team, woo we baby. But you know what? We're not gonna get him. We're gonna be we're cursed. We're gonna get a late pick. It, it's just the we're gonna get the least. We're gonna get the least favorable pick that we can get. That's just what's gonna happen. It's Detroit. It happens every year. Hockey and basketball don't matter. But you know what? If Cade Cunningham was a Detroit Pistons, but oh, he's such a beast. He would be oh. such a key key part of that team. I, I yeah. I completely agree with you on Kate. Cade Cunningham. I've watched him play three times. I think he, every time he's out there, he's playing hard. He's put, never taking plays off, which is a surprise when you see a guy at, at somewhere like Oklahoma state, a lot of those guys, they don't play defense like the one and done guys that they'll just sit around try to get their points up, try to get their assist numbers up or whatever, get an easy triple double. He does. He plays hard defense. He might play a little too hard because he gets in foul trouble a little bit too much. But he he's clutch. He hits clutch threes. His question mark is shooting. But when it's late in the game, he cannot miss wherever he's shooting from. And he knows how to dish the ball. He's 6'8 as a point guard. That's that's another thing you love to see. He can get rebounds. I What I see a lot in him, I might be way off, but I see a little bit of Luka Doncic. The same size, he can pass the ball too. He's a little more athletic than Luca, but man, this guy can play. I I want him to be a Piston so bad. That's that's some high praise to compare him to Luca, but hey, I I hope so, man. I freaking hope so. I mean, obviously, if he's not a Piston, I hope he's not even close to Luca. But <laughs> if he's a Piston, then yeah, I hope yeah. so. Um, no, yeah, it's pretty sweet. Go Troy Weaver. Let's go Pistons. Hopefully it turns around in a few years and he's still at the helm and, you know, throwing out some shade with these these nice little drops. That'd be awesome. But, uh, no, how about some big-time basketball? I know uh, Michigan, you know, split it with Michigan State, which I wasn't surprised about. I kind of went in thinking that they were going to go one-and-one 
I was kind of pissed though that the second game they were putting all the starters out there right away. The game wasn't an unnecessary necessary need to win, and we just lost one of the top defenders on the team with Eli Brooks. And uh, I don't know how that's going to affect you know this tournament. I don't really care about the tournament. I want everyone to stay healthy. Um, but for the big tournament, I mean. Without Eli Brooks, if he's not part of that, that's that's a huge blow. He's he's probably the number two consistent player in your team, defensively and offensively, in my opinion. I mean, he if he's given the ball, he knows what to do with it. Either he's going to shoot it super well, or he's going to he's going to dish it off. And on defense, I mean, I don't know, man. I, it's 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 kind of scary because you're gonna who are you gonna play? You're gonna have to play, you know, Shonda Brown more minutes or or get Zeb Jackson out there like they were doing against MSU, I guess. But, I mean, it's – I don't know what you're thinking about that. Yeah, uh, Eli Brooks would be a huge loss. They probably – Eli Brooks is probably the best player to average eight points a game maybe. But he – So true. true. (laughs) I mean, he he doesn't show up – everything he does doesn't really show up in the box score. He's one of those kind of players he's – not our best defense player, not our best offensive player, but he's always around the ball somehow. He's playing hard every time he's out there. And he's if he's not healthy for the ter- big tournament, that might cost us a championship. He's he's that kind of player. And it might sound weird to say about Eli Brooks, but it's true. I, and you could say that about every one of our starters too. We're, very, we're a very top-heavy team right now might be different next year when we bring in that recruiting class, but right now we're, we're a little bit too top heavy, but yeah, I, I just don't trust Zeb Jackson to play those kind of minutes right now. Uh, Shonda Brown, he's better coming off the bench with that energy, but we'll see. I trust Juwan Howard, but it's going to be, it'd be really tough without Eli Brooks. And honestly, if he's even 95% to go in the big 10 tournament, sit him save them for next weekend because I don't want to, I don't want to see Eli Brooks this week. Oh, there's no way he's playing this week. There's no way. There's no need to. Yeah. You already already locked the number one seat. There's no need to. Um, But yeah, I mean, I trust Juwan, but at the same time, he's not the one out there on the, on the court, you know, putting up the balls. And unfortunately you can't, he can't will Eli Brooks to health and have him be a hundred percent, unfortunately. But yeah, I, I, big blow. Like you said, could cost them, but we'll see. Um, but I, I know for this Big Ten tournament, I I know people are saying MSU's got to make it, you know, quarter semifinals just to have a chance to turn the big tournament. But I think they're in, you know, after, yeah. that, after that U of M game, they're in. And they deserve I, to be in. They've been on fire. Aaron Henry's been on fire these past five games. They look like a completely different team. They're clicking. And they, to be honest, they're, they're going to be a scary team for their competition. And I know a month ago, everyone's saying they're done. I was pretty much saying they're done. We had a conversation when they had six games left, how they had to win, what, three uh, three out of the six? And, and they, they did. Won. Yeah. They won. And, yeah. And they won the games they needed to do. <laughs> they Like the big games. Yeah, Actually, so. I think they went four out of six, but a still, different yeah. Still, same thing. And they, they crushed it. And they deserve to be be out there. They're gonna. I'm. I'm kind of. I'm. I'm nervous about them because I mean they just. I mean, Izzo in March. I mean, but then again, Izzo in March is iffy sometimes. But at the same time, this team they if they're clicking, Aaron Henry's clicking. Who knows? Who knows what could happen with them? They could. They could make it Sweet Sixteen lead Ed easily. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. They definitely deserve to be in. I'm not as high on them as you are, but. Uh, they definitely deserve to be in. They they won the games that they needed to win. They beat Michigan. They beat Ohio State. And I think they beat Illinois. I think that was the other top five team they beat or Iowa. Uh, but they they won the games that they needed to win. So they I think they're in. They don't need to really win another game in the Big Ten tournament to solidify their chances. They could be playing Michigan if they beat Maryland, uh, which would be an interesting game. And uh, but yeah, I, I, they're they're looking good right now. But I just don't. I think they're just riding a hot hot streak right now. I don't see uh, elite eight. Maybe a Sweet Sixteen team, but I I don't see elite eight. They 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 are good. They just don't scare me. You see what I'm saying? 
think that's the blue blood talking. It I could think be. That, I think it that's what be. that is. <laughs> but I, yeah, I just, I just don't see because Aaron Henry looks really good right now. But w- once you shut down Aaron Henry, who do they have? Yeah, I mean Hauser. He's got to put up. He's got if he's shooting well, that's kind of scary because if he's shooting well, he's on fire. Yeah, he's just been Rock, Rocket Watts. Rocket Watts has to be playing well. That that's a yeah. huge key point too. Um, yeah, that's true. And if if they if like I said, those three guys are coming out to play. I know Isa really likes those three guys and plays them a ton. Um, then yeah, they're they're going to be a threat. And like you said, maybe not lead eight, but then again, I mean, it's anything's possible in March. True. Yeah. Yeah. It just takes one win. Yep. Right, exactly. right off. A lot of things can happen in March. Um. So I guess you know, let's why not let's not why not predict the next four games? I mean, we got Minnesota, Northwestern. No one really gives a crap, but I'll just take Northwestern. I mean, that's just my opinion. Well, what about you, Minnesota, Northwestern? I got Minnesota because uh, Patino could be coaching for his job in that game. Patino's been coached for his job for the past five years, and he hasn't proven jack shit. <laughs> Still, that that one could be the one. <laughs> it could be. But in, in that Minnesota team, Minnesota every year, like you said with Patino, they're so weird because they're good teams. They're, they have good players every year. They beat good teams, but they can't win the games that they should be winning. They're, they win the games that they shouldn't win. So I, I'm going to trust Minnesota this game. Because Marcus Carr and uh, who's that other guy they have? Their center, the big white guy, number zero. I don't remember. He shut down Hunter Dickinson that second game. But yeah, they they beat Michigan. Northwestern, I think, is just I don't know. They're they're not that they're not too good. I don't think. But uh, yeah, I got Minnesota. All right, um, Nebraska, Penn State. I got Penn State. Nebraska Same. crash. Yeah, Nebraska ain't got nobody. Um, Indiana Rutgers. Quit. What do you say? Uh, I was just saying their best player quit a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. So, um, Indiana Rutgers. I got Indiana. I I think Indiana's gonna win. I uh, that's an interesting pick, but I got Rutgers. Rutgers is all, lately has been turning into a basketball school. I mean, it's hard, not that hard to become a basketball school when you have that football team. But uh, yeah, I just feel like. Rutgers is really, really good. Or not really. They're really solid. They they would have made the tournament last year. They're going to make the tournament this year. Uh, but Archie Miller is coaching for his job for sure in this game. But, yeah, I got Rutgers. I mean, you know, the Hoosiers, they're NIT University. That That's that's their <laughs> style. You know, this is their time to shine. They got to get ready for the NIT and get get in there, get, get hot. Sure. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, actually, are they going to March? I don't even know. I do you think they'll make it. I mean, yeah, I don't think so. No. I think they're NIT bound. Um, yeah. Which that's surprising. Isn't the NIT going on too? I was a little surprised. Yeah, by NIT cut down to I think it's sixteen teams, so they probably won't even make the NIT. To be honest. True. True. So this is their NIT right here. This yeah. game right here. This is their championship. Um, <laughs> all right. Then we got Maryland MSU. I'm going MSU. I Same. mean, they're, they're hot. It's gonna happen. Um, and then we'll go from there and, um, you know, we'll, we'll keep following that. We'll post some stuff on the stories and, you know, maybe we'll do some polls about, uh, uh, who you think's going to win each game and stuff like that. Keep it fun, keep it interactive. And, uh, yeah, but yeah, it'll be fun to watch, especially, uh, MSU Maryland. It's a Thursday afternoon game. Can't beat those 1130 in the morning. It's a nice little lunch break right there. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. This time is the best time of year. Oh, cause you can, yes. cause you can watch basketball all day long especially next week and then mix in some football news some spring training stuff it's just i love it especially like when you have like even when you back when you're in high school you could like watch the games on your phone or something or a cool teacher would have the games on tv that they and just talking about your bracket all day long this i love this time of year Yep, and you got Weather's the players' cha- got the players' championship this weekend for golf. I mean, yep. you, this this is prime time for off season sports where you, you know you get a break from football and you just get to relax. You know, you don't get too intense, except when Michigan's playing. But yep. you just get to relax, watch some good golf, watch some watch some crazy games. I'm, oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. And plus, betting's open, baby. Betting's oh, open. Yeah. Even first more fun. Year. Yep, first year. Yep, even more fun. Um. Okay, sweet. Yeah, we're excited. Hope you all are excited about that too. Um, let's transition on to football. You know, 
You got the cutoff for franchise tags today. Like you're kind of saying, might get pushed back a little bit. But right now, you know, the, the big names are kind of out there, whether they're staying or not. Um, and something that's really huge for in the Lions aspect, not Lions, but Lions player Kenny Galladay, is that Chris Godwin and Allen Robinson were franchise tagged. So that means Kenny Galladay, number one wide receiver out there in free agency, the man is going to get paid absolutely demolished with cash. They're going to bring a U-Haul truck to wherever he is, and they're just going to drop off loads after loads after loads. Be like, hey, come to my team, because there are teams out there that need wide receivers, Jets, Dolphins, like just people. I mean, not people, but teams need them. And he's going to yeah. make money. Yeah. I uh, First of all, I want to say that I'm glad the Lions didn't franchise tag him. It just would have been an unnecessary thing because he's going to be – even if they franchise tag him, then he plays this year, has a great year. He'll be 28 next year. So he's just not on the same timeline we are. He's he's a good receiver, injury prone, but he, we're just not on the same timeline. Uh, yeah, he's going to get paid. The two best receivers that were supposed to be on the market are not going to be. Jets need a receiver desperately. They have a ton of cap space. Ravens need to get Lamar, number one receiver, desperately. But this this Galladay signing could cost someone their jobs because he's going to get way too much money. He might not be healthy enough ever, and he's he's had one good year. And who knows if he's just a one year wonder? But yeah, good for him. He's going to get paid a lot of money. I I still think he's good. I mean, obviously, when you when yeah. you start talking that cash compared to what we've seen in the past with contract wide receivers, no one ever lives up to that twenty which probably be $22 million contract at least. Obviously that's a ton of money. If you're going to a team that needs a wide receiver, you know, if he goes to the jets, they're going to be using him for nothing because, you know, they're not going to be playing for anything for a little while because they're still trash. But like, if he goes to a contender, let's say Baltimore signs him there. If he's paid $22 million to go to Baltimore, which I don't think they're going to do. Um, that's, that's a team where you're like, okay, like you better, you better nut up and shut up because we need you out there. So Lamar Jackson can have someone to throw to besides, little small boy Hollywood Brown, you know, it's, that's just how it's going to be. If you don't, if you don't go to a not contender. So, I mean, yeah, good for him. I mean, I liked him. He was cool. He was a sweet pick, especially third rounder, but like you said, not on our timeline, no reason to sign him, let alone franchise tag him. Same with Romeo Quora, great defensive end, but it's only going to hurt us if he keeps helping us win games because they're they're No, the lions are rebuilding. They're not restoring. They're rebuilding. <laughs> Yeah, they're, you know. they're one of the teams that Troy Weaver would have called out if they were in the yeah. NBA. <laughs> Holmes and Holmes and Campbell can't use restore. They got to use rebuild. Yeah. Um, can't restore but, the roar. Yeah, yeah, rebuild <laughs> it. Rebuild that freaking warm roar, man. Goddamn. Yeah. But, um, but I, I just want to say, I I wasn't saying he's a bad player. He's a great player, but he's not gonna. He's not good enough to get the money he's about to get. He's because he is a good player. He's a what six four six five. Uh, one of the best one uh 50-50 ball catchers in the league. He can go down the field to make some plays. He's a he's a great receiver, but he's just going to get paid way too much money. He's going to get paid uh like I don't even know. Larry Fitzgerald type receiver money or Calvin Johnson type money. And he's just not worth that much. Yeah, no, I agree. So one of them that I was kind of surprised with but at the same time, I wasn't was Aaron Jones. I mean, wasn't tagged. I mean, the guy's a beast. He's shown it. And the Packers have shown when he's on the field, they, they are better. So I don't know if they're thinking long-term deal for him. But then again, long-term deals for running backs don't pan out ever. Yeah. Um, even though he, he is young, obviously. He's not an old running back. And he, he hasn't really touched the ball that much except for like the past year and a half. And they have a bunch of guys under him, A.J. Dillon for example, who can take the ball away from him as well, you know, to give him his rest. So paying him a nice contract would actually help him. But I don't know. I mean, maybe he, I would, I don't think he'd want out, especially because that team is so good right now. You know, you're going to contend for a Super Bowl. I don't know. I mean, maybe he, maybe he's going down South to be a dolphin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, that, that'd be interesting. That would but be. Uh, he, uh, there's reports that they're going to try to sign him. Like you said, I don't blame them for not franchise tagging them because running backs are tr tricky. They dr drafted a running back last year in the second round. 
They uh they have Jamal Williams too. So I mean it makes it kind of makes sense, kind of doesn't because Aaron Jones is a playmaker. He's a great running back, but like you said, long term contracts for running backs. I it I haven't seen one work in the last ten five ten years. So uh yeah we'll see. He could he could go there or he could go to New York with Galladay because like I said they have all that cap space. So who knows what will happen. I've, there's going to be a lot of player movement this year, probably most ever uh, in the NFL, but it'll be be interesting to see where he goes because he is a really good running back right now. And he doesn't have that wear and tear that you see from a lot of top running backs. So he, he'll, get, he'll get paid too. No, absolutely. You know, and uh, I don't know. I mean, like I, I'm thinking even for Galladay, like the Colts, what what's their cap room looking like? I mean, they, you know, T.Y. Hilton's probably gone. Um, that you need a number one. I mean, they got who who's that one wide receiver? They got um Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman, and that's really it. And they got Jonathan Taylor, the running back. I mean, yeah. I mean, if they they brought in Kenny Galladay for Carson Wentz, and that'd be Carson Wentz's best wide receiver he's ever. Had, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, even Alshon, he's better. I think uh, Kenny Galladay's better than Alshon Jeffrey was. Oh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that, that, that'll be interesting. That'll be something to watch for, but yeah. I don't know. It'll, it'll be kind of cool to see, like you said, be a lot of movement. It's going to kind of be like an NBA type of situation this year and probably for years beyond because like guys are kind of making their statements saying, I want in, I want out. Don't sign me or sign me. I like Alan Robinson pretty much says like sign me or don't sign me. I don't care. But yeah. I kind of feel bad for him because you could definitely tell he wanted out of Chicago. Yeah, that <laughs> one shocked me. Yeah, that one sh- I was surprised they franchised because he was saying that they haven't even talked about a long-term contract. So I was surprised that they franchise tagged him. Uh, it could be a franchise or like a sign-and-trade type thing. Uh, franchise tag him and trade him somewhere else and he could get a long-term contract somewhere else. But at least you could get something for him. You could probably get a decent amount for Allen Robinson, even on a one-year contract. But, yeah, I was surprised about the Allen Robinson one. No. Yeah. So it'll be something to monitor, and we'll um, we'll keep everyone updated, and we'll keep we'll give you our opinions as this time goes on and free agents start getting signed. I mean, like you said, this is Lions Super Bowl right here, the offseason. So the draft, hopefully not too much spend during free agency, especially for guys who are long-term contracts. Don't need it when we're rebuilding, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, kind of transitioning to something more important. We've got mock draft 2.0 trades involved. You know, I know, I know Austin kept talking about trades last time and, you know, we just, we just had to pull. I was dying. I wanted trades. (laughs) This year you couldn't have a mock draft without doing trades. There's too much, too much movement right now. Too many teams need a quarterback. Oh, absolutely. Too way too many teams need quarterback, and that and that's why five quarterbacks can probably can go in the top fifteen for sure. You know, yeah. you could see six in the first round with Kyle Trask. But um, I how you want to do this? You wanted to start off from the top, and we'll go from there, baby. Sure. First, but you said you said Kyle Trask could also be Kellen Mund. I've heard a lot of movement on him lately. Oh my Chris god. Sims. I yeah. hate him so much. There's no way he's gonna be a good dude. Oh, uh, I, if he's a good I, NFL quarterback, I will cut off my right leg and donate it to a dog so they can have a human leg. That is ridiculous. <laughs> if he's a first round pick, are you kidding me? Who said that? I want to see Sims. that. Who? Chris Sims. He, he had him at like four, I think. Hey, hey, Chris Sims, go shove it. You suck, bud. You're <laughs> trash. Oh my, that's ridiculous. He's ever watched I, him play. I mean, I. I, I don't think he's a first round pick. I don't I don't know if he's a second round pick, but I think he could be decent. He's he's been a four year starter. He can move around, but yeah, we could talk about him another time. First pick I have number one, shocker, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, like we said last time, draft doesn't really start at one. It starts at two, uh, because the Jets are they going to keep Sam Darnold or are they going to? Are they going to keep Sam Darnold and get him a a weapon, or are they going to trade the pick late to get some more stuff for defense because they have a bad defense and they have they have a lot of needs? But or are they going to go with who I think they're going to go with Zach Wilson at two? Zach Wilson, I've been 
I said this last time, super high on him for a while. Devin can pull the receipts. I've been saying this since the Boise State game. He looks he looked really good. I've had him over Justin Fields for almost as long. Zach Wilson, he's the man. He's he's a less athletic Kyler Murray. I like him. You you go ahead. You said you said it was from the Boise State game. Yeah. So November sixth of twenty twenty. So after you saw about what three games from him, you okay? That, that, that Four because I saw the bowl game last year when they uh, lost to Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, and you're pretty much saying he's Patrick Mahomes two point right? I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> no, I'm on the same page. Zach Wilson number two. It, but then again, it, you know, it's another thing. What's Sam Darnold going to do? They're going to trade him. They're going to keep him. That's a huge factor in what they're going to do at number two. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel really I in this I have uh him getting traded to Chicago. Uh but I feel really bad for Sam Darnold. He's had three in three years, he's had three offensive coordinators, I think it was. Uh three different kind of offenses. He had to deal with Adam Gase. Adam Gase he had one good year with Paint Manning as his quarterback. So I mean yeah, I feel I feel bad for Sam Darnold. I think he's going to be end up being a good quarterback eventually, uh, because he was in college. Every like it, it's not like this goes away. Like you don't become a good quarterback, then all of a sudden you suck. But we'll see. I I think it all goes to all the blame should go to New York, and I think he could be salvaged, especially nowadays with all these how easy it is to how much more easy it is to play quarterback with the rules and the offenses. Are you? Do you want to get off your high horse about Sam Darnold and you know get off? I know you're the fan page leader for Sam Darnold. To, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'll, all right, I'll talk about number three. I have Miami trading, uh, trading the third pick to Carolina for eight and a couple other picks, and then I have Carolina taking Justin Fields at number three. It's no one's going to be able to be compared to Trevor Lawrence because I think he's going to be far and away best quarterback in this draft but the true competition is going to be between who's better who's going to have a better career Zach Wilson or Justin Fields and uh I think Justin Fields should be ecstatic ecstatic that he's going to Carolina to play with Joe, Joe Brady and that offense and uh Christian McCaffrey so it's going to be it's going to be a really good uh start for Justin Fields I think this is the perfect place he could go Oh, absolutely. And if he – I know in your last mock draft, I think you had him slipping to Carolina, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, I had him at eight. eight to Carolina. Yeah, now I don't think he's going to make it that far. So, yeah, I think if you want Justin Fields, you're probably going to have to trade for him or get up there if you're if you're outside the top four. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I didn't have a trade here. I just had Miami Dolphins, same pick, picking Devontae Smith. I think it's just the fit with Tua. Um, and they couldn't go wrong with him or Jamar Chase. And I don't think two would be mad either way, or the fan base shouldn't because they're both going to be solid weapons in the NFL. Yeah. Um, do you want to do you want to talk about uh, the Tua versus Mac Jones debate that Devontae Smith and Jay Lawrence no, started? No, because that's that's something that happens every year. It's your quarterback. It's someone yeah. who was throwing you the ball this year when Tua wasn't throwing you the ball because they already had two or three guys that were better than you at the time. I mean, it happens every year. You're trying to hype up your guy in the draft so he can get picked top 10, top 15. Because what are they going to say? Oh, yeah, don't, Mac Jones, decent quarterback. He was okay. Uh, I don't know, man. He threw me a lot of balls. but oh, No, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, he's, he's godsend. He's like the greatest. He's the next Tom Brady. I mean, that's just going to – it's just what happens every year when you have – weapons talking about their quarterbacks or talking about their offensive linemen or it, it just it's, it's like coaches they think that they're they're gonna hype up their players you know they're gonna talk to scouts and be like yeah he's out there he's working every day 24 hours a day i've never seen the guy sleep he's doing everything in his power to be number one it, it just happens i don't want to get into that because i i don't think mac jones can be better than tua in any sense Tua's gonna light it up this year mark my words if he doesn't light it up this year I will eat a t- roll of toilet paper. Okay, that's I, I said it. I said it. I'll do it. All right. You you didn't want to get into it, but you got into it. All right. I did. I did. So, <laughs> I, but I agree with you. Uh, 
I'm gonna go not about two of them. I, I don't think he'll be, end up being that good. But I'm gonna go with shove uh, up your ass. <laughs> I'm gonna go with for four. I have Atlanta trading back to 19, and then Washington trading up for a couple of whatever picks, and then I've it's a big trade, so it'll cost Washington pretty penny. But I have them getting Trey Lance. Now this will be an interesting pick because Trey Lance is a developmental quarterback. They just got rid of. Uh, Alex Smith, who would have been a great mentor. I think Alex Smith's going to go Jacksonville, but uh, uh, I digress. And uh, but Trey Lance has some pretty decent weapons in Washington. He'll have that uh, Terry, Terry, whatever. Terry McLaurin. McLaurin, thank you. And then uh, Antonio Gibson at running back. He'll have some. I think Washington has some money to spend too. And then he's got a great defense too that he won't put a lot of pressure on him. And who knows? Trey Lance, he probably won't start week one. Probably shouldn't start week one. Probably, they'll have Kyle Allen and Tyler Heineke or Taylor Heineke, whatever, uh, still playing back there. But, yeah, we'll see. I, th- I like Trey Lance there a lot. No, I don't blame him. I mean, I had – for this pick, I had Carolina trading up to Atlanta, you know, uh, get up to four. They got to trade their eight and then some future picks. Um, I have them picking Justin Fields. And I, I, I've got this thing about Trey Lance, man. I mean, you just saw North Dakota State lost their first game in th- what thirty-seven games or whatever it was. Maybe Trey Lance was the answer. Maybe he was the reason. He he leaves their first game back. Boom, loss. I don't know. Maybe Trey Lance goes top two. Maybe he maybe he pulls a Baker and goes number one. You never know. No, no. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll stop you there. But yeah, I like Trey Lance a lot. I think he could be. Uh, a really good quarterback prospect if they use him right. If if you don't put him in right away, if you give him his time to develop, because he's got, got a lot to develop, but he can run. He makes smart decisions. He went to North Dakota State, so he's a proven winner. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I thought you don't like sitting guys. I thought you want them to play right away, huh? What happened to that? Don't you want him to play first game, first snap? Yeah, I don't. I don't want to draft a guy. And have I usually do. I usually do. But this year, there's a lot of trade-ups. Yeah. That are going How's to it feel to eat your words, bud? How's it feel? How's it I'm not feel? eating my words. <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah. Um, next pick, we both had Cincinnati at five. No trades. Uh, Pinastuel, however the hell you say his name. I always get it wrong. No question there. They need an offensive tackle. Yeah. Got got to protect Burroughs. Um, and then Philadelphia Eagles, number six. Both had Jamar Chase, same as last time. You got, especially Jalen Hurts at the helm now. You already know your quarterback. Give him some weapons, like something you didn't do for Carson Wentz figure it out he's you can't go wrong with even if Devontae yeah. Smith is there or Jay or Jalen Waddle I mean yeah the, one of those three they passed they passed on LSU running or wide receiver last year and Justin Jefferson can't do it again this year Jamar Chase nope. I when I watch Jamar Chase he plays like he's like six three six four he's six foot but he put he plays so hard he plays I know I've used that word quite a bit today but he plays so hard he does everything right He's such a good – he's just a great receiver, and I think he'd be a steal at six, honestly. And in any other year, he'd probably be a top three pick. Yeah, no, absolutely. That That's the pick you got to do. Um, number seven, Detroit Lions. You didn't have a trade. You had Michael Parsons. I had a trade because I think San Fran is going to want a quarterback, and they're going to trade up because they're going to go for Trey Lance. They're going to go for a guy who fits that running scheme because they love to run the ball. They love to run the ball. You run a little wildcat. You got a little option with Trey Lance in there. Boom. There you go. But you got to get him with receivers. I know they've drafted a few and they got Brand Ayuk, who's a beast. He's fast. He's going to be good, I think. But I think Trey Lance and what they traded, obviously, number 12 and then some future picks. But I, I think I think that's the way to go. You got to trade up. If you want your quarterback, you can't sit back and watch all these quarterbacks off the board and have Jimmy G be your guy. Cause obviously he's not, he's, he's not the guy for that offense, in my opinion, but yeah, I think, yeah, I think uh, if San Francisco doesn't get a quarterback or doesn't get Deshaun Watson, I think it's Deshaun Watson or bust for them. So, uh, but we'll get to that later. And then, uh, but yeah, I went with Mike Parsons cause 
I had a tough time deciding between him or Devontae Smith because lines, like we talked about, with they got rid of their best receiver. and Their two best receivers are gone for next year. And uh, they could really use a Devontae Smith who's going to be a number one receiver. He's going to be really good. But they also need defense desperately. And they need a linebacker. And Michael Parsons is that guy. Yeah. He's the no. yeah. And he's, if, they, he's, they, if they don't trade, they got to go Micah. That that's yeah. my opinion. Yeah, he's but. he's the best defender in the draft. He's he can play a bunch of different positions, play all over the field, and yeah, they skipped on Isaiah Simmons last year, who I really wanted. So it's another do over for them. No, I don't blame you. Um, number eight, we both had a team that traded back. Uh, Miami Dolphins, you had a number eight because they trade with Carolina and you had the pick at Devontae Smith. Obviously, wide receiver for Tua. Can't be. Yeah. You got to do it. Um, Reunion for that national championship their freshman year. Yeah. Championship touchdown. And then I had Atlanta trading with Carolina. So then Atlanta picking Micah Parsons just because they need help on defense. Um, And Micah Parsons, best defender on the board. And if the Lions were at seven, of course, I think they'd be going Micah, but obviously I had them being traded back with San Fran. Number nine and 10, um, we both had Denver and Dallas keeping their picks. We just swapped Caleb Farley and Patrick Sertan. Either way, I don't have a preference in my opinion. You got you got to go one of those for both those teams. Yeah. From secondary I just college. like, yeah, I like Patrick Sertan's uh, length. He's so long and big. He is a long for, guy. Especially for, yeah. for a corner. And he played against harder receivers at Bama, so yeah, he he went up against Devontae Smith every get every day. Jerry Judy, Henry Henry Ruggs, and uh, Jalen Waddle. So I mean, he's got that experience with going for him. Oh yeah. Um, next, we both had Jalen Waddle going to the Giants. No trade involved. They got to get weapons for Daniel Jones and got to help Saquon. E- easy pick. Easy pick. Yeah, but um, I have a major trade. For the next one, you do next pick. I have. I ha- also have San Francisco trading, but not to the Lions. I have them trading Jeremy Garoppolo and three, four, however many picks they want, first round picks, and maybe a defensive starter, probably a defensive starter, to Houston Texans for Deshaun Watson. And then I have the Houston Texans at number 12 taking Kyle Pitts for Jimmy Garoppolo. Tell me what you think about that. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if anyone's going to trade with, with Houston, it's going to be Sam Fran. But it doesn't sound like Houston is going to trade. It, they, they're just a broken organization, and I think they're just kind of hoping we'll give it some time and Deshaun will break and play which honestly he probably won't. He'll probably just sit out as long as possible until they get rid of him. But yeah, I, don't, I, I don't, I honestly though, I don't see a team giving up, you know, so much just, just, I mean, Deshaun Watson, great quarterback. He's, he is, you know, a top five quarterback in the league, obviously that's a no brainer. It's just a lot to give up, you know, and obviously if you're going to do it, you got to give up a lot. So if and San Fran would probably be the team to do it because obviously they win Super Bowl. Um, they failed, of course, but I mean, hey, it, I, I don't mind the trade. It's it, if it's going to happen at somewhere, it's going to happen with San Fran. Yeah, I I mean, I ultimately agree that Houston probably won't trade Deshaun Watson just to prove a point because they should trade Deshaun Watson because first of all, he doesn't want to be there. Second of all, they have no money. And so they can't get better. Third of all, they have no draft picks. This is the only way they could fix their team is by trading Deshaun Watson, and they're not going to just to prove a point and make him miserable because he wants to be traded. But yeah, I think San Francisco has the most to offer. I think he he it sounds like he wants to go to Miami, but I feel like he's uh, San Francisco would be his best bet at winning a Super Bowl because of Kyle Shanahan. But yeah, and then with the actual pick that I have, Kyle Pitts, I think, again, like I said about Jamar Chase, any other year, I think he would be a top five pick because even though he's a tight end, you're not drafting him to play tight end. You're drafting him to catch 
catch passes. He, I think eventually he could be the better than Travis Kelsey just because he's way more athletic and he just does so much. So does Travis Kelsey, but Kyle Pitts is, I think, a difference maker, a big-time difference maker, and he'll come in right away and put up huge numbers. I remember when people were saying that about Hawkinson. The good old but this days. is different. The good he's, old days. <laughs> no, I think this is different because he's a legit receiving threat. Hawkinson was a, more of an all-around tight end. No, he's, no, no. Tr- trust me. Trust me. I agree with you. I, I was just reminiscing on when everyone was supporting that fucking pick. Stupid. Um, Should have took Devin Bush. Yeah, whatever. Not but he had a good more. year this year. No, yeah. I mean, he's going to be a good tight end, but he's not going to be – where you drafted him at anyway same thing with uh, last year's pick but i digress i digress um yeah so you had houston that trade of course and then of course had the lions with, with their trade to san fran when san fran moved up to get trey lance i had uh the lions getting quitty pay best defender on the board you gotta go defense your defense is atrocious and i still don't think you need to go offense right now um i would wait and you don't need an offensive line your offensive line is actually probably your best weapon. Yeah, and on offense. On offense. Actually, I think in the whole yeah, team. Yeah, by the whole team. <laughs> I would say whole team. Um, and you don't you're not gonna reach for a wide receiver in a Rashad Bateman or anything like that. So yeah, you go quitty pay. Yeah, you can get like an Elijah Moore or whoever in the second round, like a Rondell Moore too. So there's so many good receivers again this year, so you can just wait. Yeah. You know, and, and wide receivers are they're hit and miss. You, you either score on them or you don't. It, and it's just how the draft goes. Yeah. And, and it's you get you, I you, there's no reason to reach for one at twelve. Yeah, yeah. For, for the first round for the Lions this year should be best player available, and for both of ours, I feel like a defensive player was the best player available, and you had to do it. I agree. I agree. Um, and number thirteen. No trade. We both had Rayshon Slater to the Chargers help out Justin Herbert. I think that was my mindset. You just got to do it. He's, he's going to be a star, I think. You got weapons around him already. Just help that line out. Keep him healthy. That's the only thing you can ask for. Yeah. Number 14, Minnesota Vikings. Um, no trade. I had them going offensive line as well from Texas, Samuel Cosme, and you had a quitty pay. I, I, I think – Minnesota is a wild card. I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, yeah, because they they had an atrocious defense last year, but they also had Daniil Hunter sit out. Uh, but he needs some help on the defensive line, which is why I went uh, Kawhi Pay, and yeah, they also need offensive line help to protect Kirk Cousins. But I mean, there's who knows with Minnesota. They're a good organization, but they they always go outside the box. Yeah, you, you can't you can't pinpoint what they're looking for. Yeah. Um, but last pick for us, and then you can check out the rest of the mock draft on our website, minsportshub.com, in the blog section. We both had to win the Patriots going quarterback, baby. Mac Jones. I don't think they're yeah. trading up. And I think no, New England never trades up. I but I also don't think Mac Jones is gonna last the 15. But I had to, I needed them to get a quarterback. It just I think someone yeah, I just don't see them getting – or him getting to 15. I think when we get down close to the draft and we see all the moves teams are making, quarterback moves, offensive line, wide receiver, stuff like that, then I think there's going to be a lot more trades in our board. I mean, we both only had, you know, two different trade scenarios. Or you had three, I had two. But, I mean, it, it, in reality, I mean, we don't know yet. And it's kind of hard to pick out what someone's going to do when you have so many unknowns on each team. Yeah, and I, I – uh... Yeah, I completely agree with you. But I wanted to say something. I wanted to say, uh, yeah, I was extremely close at the end of the first round here, going with Kyle Trask to either New Orleans or Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh they just re-signed Ben Roethlisberger, but he's got one year left. Uh, and New Orleans, Drew Brees done, but they could. They're go- it sounds like they're going to go with Taysom Hill. What you don't think he's done? I don't think Breeze is done. Nah, he's done with New Orleans. <laughs> There's no. I don't know, man. He's gonna stay. He's gonna be like, you know, I'm beat you out, Tom Brady. I'm better than you. Boom. No, he's, he's done. He... No, no. But here's the thing, though. 
they're they're gonna stay with Taysom Hill. They love Taysom Hill. They're paying him so much money too. Yeah. And it's it's stupid how much money they're paying that guy to be a utility. He's not a quarterback. Yeah, he's not a quarterback. I, I agree. They're probably that's why I ended up not going Kyle Trask for either of them, because I don't think I think they're still stuck. And next year's quarterbacks, if you're bad, next year's quarterbacks are pretty decent. You got you got a lot of good quarterbacks next year. Uh maybe not as top heavy as this year, but yeah. I th- and you can give Jameis Winston a, a try if, he, if Taysom Hill doesn't work out. You can give Mason Rudolph a try, I guess, or Dwayne Haskins, see what he does for Pittsburgh. But, yeah. Also, I would like to give a shout-out to Chris Sims for being the biggest bonehead in the world for calling Kellen Mond a first-round pick. You know, I just looked up an NFL comparison. Most people are saying he's a poor man's Colin Kaepernick or he's a better version of Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. You, you think he's a first-round pick and people are comparing him to Josh freaking Dobbs? You're a bum. He's a bum. Oh, my goodness. I, I, How does he have a job? How does he have a freaking job? And He also said uh, Zach Wilson's better than uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, this guy. I want to I talk to his boss. He needs to get fired right now. That is his ridiculous. dad is Phil Sims. That's might be why he has a job. Yeah, probably. That's ridiculous. That is ugh, whatever. I'm not gonna get worked up about it. Solid, solid uh, mock draft 2.0. Check out the rest of it. Give us your thoughts. Comment on it. Um, you know, we'll put up some polls about who you think was better, stuff like that. I I have one thing that you're not gonna like. What Chris Sims said. He said, uh. Where is it? Jared Stidham, better than Tua. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, okay, I want to. I'm gonna send. Who's he employed by? Is it CBS? Bleacher Report. Oh, okay. Of course, it's Bleacher Report. I'm Wait. sending Bleacher Report my resume and asking for Chris Sims' job. That's what I'm doing. That is NBC at- Sports too. I think. Oh my goodness! He said Jared. He, you know, he's he's looking for clickbait clickbait that's what he's doing he's looking for reaction i mean i'm not gonna give it to him i'm not gonna give it to him you already but gave it to him <laughs> i know i did i did but he's probably not listening to this crap unfortunately but we'll see we'll see um no but yeah solid mock draft 2.0 check it out you know make sure you go to mintsportshub.com uh, this will be on every streaming platform obviously and uh we hope that you enjoyed it and like always any criticism is good criticism we want to get better for you get better for us and be the best podcast possible um, we're here to for your entertainment, and we want we want to make it as interactive as possible. So check out our Instagram. Go follow us. Go like, rate, follow, comment, subscribe, anything and everything. We really appreciate everyone who's been listening, giving us feedback. And uh, we got many more to go, especially, you know, March Madness coming up. We're excited. NFL draft coming up. We're even more excited. And we'll we'll keep everyone in the know. Have a great day. Thank you. Safety.